What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life. Tonight, I believe we're supposed to be talking about anxiety, and not just general anxiety, but more specifically, just like we did last week, anxiety that is linked with your ADHD. But as always, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to everybody. I saw that we had like 80 new listeners this past week, and I was uh, pretty blown away by that number, and I just want to say thank you for everyone who took the time to listen. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know, and um, yeah, it gave me a lot of anxiety knowing a lot of people listened, so let's get into it. Real quick, I want to give a special shout out to all the people who left me comments or questions in the email. It's always linked down below unpluggedcomments at gmail.com and everybody who supports the show really I can't thank y'all enough I just want to give y'all a special shout out we had a bunch of new people come on and show some support and love and I just uh I just think about that and just want to say thank you so let's get into this uh, shitty word the shitty a word anxiety. As I said before, um, for the past weeks, this has kind of been like my low key way to just talk about BS and get things off my chest with only a small amount of listeners. I didn't really think nothing of it until I had some posts and a lot of people listened and Yeah, it did give me a lot of anxiety knowing that a lot of people might know my story now. And I guess, you know, who cares? That's that's part of this podcast is for me to get over fear and rejection from other people. And also the the bigger picture of this podcast is to complete a goal every week to produce this podcast every single week, record edit and get it out there for anybody to listen to who wants to listen. And it's funny because a lot of people who know me have absolutely no clue about any of this. I'm not the type of person who wears it on my chest. I, I'm really good at just putting on a smile and going about my day. Everybody thinks, you know, I'm the happiest person in the world and I always like to make people laugh and whatnot and so on and so forth. But yeah, I mean, even some of my closest friends that I hung out with for years and years daily have no clue about the things that I that I deal with on a daily basis. So for for other people to know those types of things, yes, obviously it does come with some anxiety. But again, it's all for the better. It's to push myself. And kind of just like what we talked about last week with ADHD linked to depression, anxiety is kind of the same thing. The ADHD just puts our brain into such a confusion that over time we develop depression or anxiety. It's it's really not uncommon for people to have anxiety and also ADHD. And with ADHD, anxiety is the most common side effect. And also, 
ADHD and anxiety share very similar symptoms, and it and that makes it even more challenging to distinguish between the two. When anxiety that gives you racy thoughts, restlessness, difficulty concentrating, that's almost the same thing that you have with ADHD. So when you combine those two together, it's almost like a double dose. You almost get too much of it. Too much restlessness, too much, too many racy thoughts, the difficulty concentrating, just by having both come together, it just, it makes it extremely difficult. And there's three different types, various types of anxiety. You have social anxiety, panic disorder, and generalized anxiety. All of these can be triggered by ADHD. Other people have certain specific phobias that they might have that can come from their ADHD or be triggered by their ADHD. And here are some examples how they, how they just go together. Say you have bad time management skills. Well, now you have anxiety because you're not going to be on time. Let's say you have impulsivity because of ADHD. Well, then you go buy something that you weren't supposed to buy. There you go. You got anxiety from it. Um, what's another one? Forgetfulness. ADHD. Forget some th you forget things because of all the racy thoughts. So let's say you had to be somewhere or you had to get something done that day and you forgot all about it. Bam. There comes the anxiety. So you could see how your ADHD can trigger anxiety very, very easily and why it is the most common side effect of ADHD. And for me, the anxiety, it, it always comes and goes. Some weeks it's worse than others. Some weeks it's really bad where I just wake up in the morning and I have anxiety just to go to work that day. Or I just instantly have anxiety first thing in the morning. And it, it started as you know, heavy chested, breathing. I did have a couple panic attacks. I've actually had a panic attack and passed out on a plane once. That was very awkward. It was a, gave me even more anxiety because everybody then looked at me for the rest of the flight. But anyways, for a long time, I didn't know what anxiety was or what it felt like when when I had those heavy breathing, and obviously I know when I had a panic attack, I had anxiety, but only certain things did that to me. And for a long time, I just thought it was adrenaline. I thought I'd just get adrenaline, and, I, and I'm, I'm pretty good with adrenaline just from surfing. You always get adrenaline, and I think a lot of people get adrenaline and anxiety mixed up. They, they do go hand in hand. You can, you know, from adrenaline, you do have heavy breathing, racy thoughts, you know, all that kind of stuff that you have with anxiety besides the bad thoughts and and with anxiety, you just never know why you have it. Most of the time you just have anxiety for no reason whatsoever. Just it's just there. And and I didn't learn this for a very long time. I mean, I'm 34 now. I didn't learn this till my early 30s that Anxiety played a huge part in my ADHD and probably stopped me from doing a lot of things in my life and from a lot of opportunity in my life 
because of my anxiety. Now, after realizing it, and obviously after years and years of having anxiety, I I still get panic attacks and stuff like that, but it's it's it annoys me more now than anything. When I have anxiety, it just pisses me off. It makes me it makes me I don't want to say angry because I don't get angry or mad or pissed off to where I'm gonna fight somebody or anything like that. It's just it's just it it just annoys me so much because I, I just hate it. It just ruins my day. Then my thoughts are even more racy than they are before without the anxiety and just the ADHD and it just it just frustrates me so much. I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I do believe that anxiety is a good thing as well. If you have no anxiety, it's kind of just like fear. If you don't have fear, then you're not able to push past it. You're not able to learn and get through it. And obviously that's a lot harder said than done because it's it's hard to uh, just stop having a panic attack when you're having one. And obviously just like depression, there's a million things you could do to help with your anxiety. Right now I'm I'm not too good at controlling this. It just I wake up, I have the anxiety, I instantly get frustrated and then the morning is just kind of shot until I get out and go do something and kind of get my my head away from whatever the hell I was thinking about. It was probably absolutely nothing. I was probably mad because the blind was flipped the wrong way or some stupid shit like that. And I think a lot of my anxiety comes from me not having a lot of confidence in myself. And that's what gives me like generalized anxiety or social anxiety when I'm out and about with a bunch of people. Obviously, I think everybody's better than me. And that will for sure give you anxiety. And I think a lot of people with ADHD lack confidence. And I think that's a lot of the issue and where the racy thoughts and the depression and the anxiety come from. Because if, if you don't have the confidence within yourself, and confidence is you believing in yourself, you loving yourself, all that kind of stuff. If you don't have that confidence, then you're always thinking about the negatives of it. You're always doing it. And and I'm saying that because that's what I live. I'm always thinking the negatives. I, I never like myself. I never feel good about myself. Rarely. Never, ever. But I've gotten used to it. That's just how I've lived my life for these 34 years. And maybe one day it'll change. Maybe one day I will see myself differently and have a better light and more confidence. And anxiety and confidence is something that I have to deal with daily. I, have, I, run, I own my own company. I do construction. So I constantly have to meet new people. I constantly, I have to sell jobs, I have to get jobs, I have to go meet people, I have to do estimates. I have to have the confidence within myself that what I build isn't going to fall apart. Because obviously if things start falling apart, then I'm not going to get any more new jobs. And it's funny because I, I usually don't have confidence 
in myself on a new job. But after that first week or so when things start getting moving and I set some small goals and we meet those goals and we're doing better than I thought we were going to do, then that confidence starts to build up a little bit. And and again, that's confidence within my work. That's not confidence within me or self-love or anything like that. But again, if if you go into something and you don't have the confidence, then what comes out of it? Anxiety. You get the anxiety because you're not confident in yourself. And and it's a it's a double-edged sword. No matter which way you swing it, you're gonna get cut. And I think that's where a lot of people have a lot of trouble with anxiety because of all the factors that play into it. It's just unlike depression. Anxiety is a little easier to explain, and I, and I guess it's a little hard for me because I haven't thought about it for too for too many years. Being I just kind of I'm just kind of learning anxiety within myself, and that and and seeing it when it happens. For years, I've I've dealt with the depression and seen it as it happens, and and kind of learned and and learned different things to help myself, but with anxiety and anxiety isn't a new thing for me. Like I said, it's been there all along, but I just realized what it was. And, and for that to be only a couple of years old, it's, it, it is a little hard for me to talk about it and to put it out there. So y'all understand it, but let's get into some ways that could help you deal with anxiety. And, and these are, Somewhat similar to depression, um, when you know you're dealing with depression or anxiety, it's it's all about what you're doing at that moment in time. Obviously, there's something that isn't working right for you, and and you need to change it. And some sometimes it's really hard to realize what you need to change, but if you sit down and you ask yourself that question you'll find the answer. And it might not be the answer you're looking for, but you'll find it. So the first one we're going to talk about is breathing. Obviously, I'm sure everybody's heard this one before, and that's the same with depression. You got to practice breathing and how to breathe properly in through your nose, out through your mouth. We've all heard it in school through a million years. And... Honestly, that this does help people. This does not help me whatsoever. I feel like when I have anxiety, again, I get frustrated when I try to sit down and I try to control myself and breathe controllably. The, the thoughts just start going even faster and I just get more and more frustrated. But that's something that I'm slowly working on to get better at being that everybody says this helps the most. Breathing helps you the most. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw out meditation in there too with this one because it's it's the same thing. Meditating and breathing, kind of clearing your head of bad energy, bad thoughts, bad vibes. 
it's it's really hard to get there. It's really hard to clear your head of that stuff and and push in the good. It's so much easier to think about the negative than it is the good stuff and what you have around you. And and instead of getting frustrated and instead of the breathing, I've just been kind of going outside and thinking to myself, look at look at all this I have around me. Look at all the stuff I have. Look at the trees, the sky, anything. I mean, everything around you is beautiful. You might not think it is, but it is. It's been created to be beautiful. And that and that's been helping me a little bit. It's been helping me realize what I have and and be grateful for what I have and 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 I've noticed by doing that it kind of switches my thought process really quickly and the frustration kind of goes away a little bit and I'm and then I'm able to uh to move on and 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 start something different and the next thing is lifestyle changes change your lifestyle if if you if you're in a depression or a rut or you're getting really bad anxiety from something new then it's something you're doing or something that's new in your life that's creating this anxiety for you. So by changing up your lifestyle, by eating better, exercising daily, getting sufficient sleep, all these things can significantly impact your mood and your anxiety levels. Limit your stimulants. Reduce your limit of caffeine during the day. That your nicotine, drinking five cups of coffee, two energy drinks, all those things can elevate your anxiety. I know a lot of people smoke cigarettes or vape, and I know cigarettes is a thing of the past, and a lot more people vape now. And But that is a cause for anxiety. All those things elevate your stress levels. So if you try to reduce your stimulants a little bit, then you will notice an, a significant decrease in your anxiety. Try to limit your information input. Try to reduce your exposure to the news and information that may increase your anxiety, especially during times of stress. I mean, I don't, I don't ever watch the news. To me, the news is total bullshit. It's super biased. You never know what's real or fake. But also, I've also deleted all of my social media, Instagram, Facebook, all those things, because I realized it did give me depression and anxiety from just nonstop scrolling through nothingness all day. And half the stuff you see on there is fake anyway. People living these extravagant lives and you think you're nothing, but... They're in the same boat you are. They're just making this shit up for followers and for views and all that kind of stuff. So don't always believe what you see online. And the last one is set realistic goals. Avoid setting overly ambitious goals that are going to trigger your anxiety because you can't get through them or you can't get finished. I've We've talked about this before and that's Set small goals, easy, achievable goals. And you might think, well, that's dumb. I'm going to get that done in 10 minutes. And that's all right. Once you get that done, 
Then you set another little goal and you get that done in 10 minutes and another one and another one. And before you know it, you got a lot farther than you would have if you would have said, I'm going to finish this project in four hours where it might have taken you six or eight hours. But by setting little goals and achieving them, you keep yourself focused and you keep yourself on the prize of finishing whatever it is you're doing. So I really hoped you all learned a few things in this one and helped you realize a little bit that anxiety is very broad and it comes from a range of different things no matter what, from having anxiety from work to anxiety from adrenaline to just just always having anxiety. I mean, you know, we just discussed all about it. So I, re I really hope that you were able to gain some knowledge, learn a few things, and maybe some of the things we discussed will help you progress and try to alleviate some of that anxiety for you. And before I sign off, I just want to say thank you again to everybody, all the new listeners, everybody who's downloaded, who's followed. I just want to say thank you so much. Of course, everyone who has subscribed to support this channel, to keep it rolling. Again, I didn't do this channel for the money whatsoever. I did this channel for me. And if something becomes of it, then that is totally awesome. As of right now, I'm not really sure what the topic's going to be for next week. I'll have to uh, think on it a little bit. And I want to make it a good one and um, put some thought into it and some process in it. And it. And, it could be as simple as something as me just going over the past couple weeks and how I've been feeling and stuff like that. I noticed a lot of people like to hear about that. So maybe we'll do that for next week and we'll keep it simple before we go into some more stuff. And yeah, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's listening, following. Again, if you have any questions or comments, please email me. The email's always down below in the description along with the support your show link. And thank you. Hopefully I'll see you all next week. Peace and one love.